Hey friends, are you craving connection on a deeper level with high caliber women? Well, I've got the perfect evening for you. If you live in the Twin Cities area of Minneapolis, St. Paul, or want to visit, I invite you to join me for an intimate evening of rich conversation, fabulous food, and new connections. Just send me an email at hello at barbarachurchill.com with the subject line, invite me to dinner, and I'll make sure to put you on the list to get all the information. This is happening early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode 15 of the Create What You Crave podcast, the one that shows you how imposter phenomenon is the umbrella for all things self-doubt and what to do about it. Welcome to the Create What You Crave podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Well, hello, hello, hello there, my friends. How are you doing on this, the shorter work week? This is just after Memorial Day holiday here in the U.S., and I hope you all enjoyed a long and relaxing and fun weekend. I did. I was on a road trip to visit my brother and his family. And, you know, it had been a while since I traveled by car and I had a blast. I love driving through small towns, you know, looking at their local restaurants, seeing what they offer, seeing the beauty of it is really missed when, you know, I hop on an airplane and fly somewhere because I'm flying over all of it. Right. And I saw the most beautiful cemetery on Monday. It was so fitting. It was filled with tall flags on poles all flapping in the breeze. And at the bottom of each flag was the name of the person who served and which war he or she served in. It made my heart swell and I got a lump in my throat. I got to say that small town community really did it upright. Before we jump into today's topic, I want to give a shout out to one of my amazing clients, Leah. She lives in the same town as my brother. So When the opportunity to meet each other came about, we like jumped at it. (laughs) We had a fabulous time. We had like a three and a half hour lunch and it was so fun getting to know her on a personal level as well. The best part though, was when she decided to order dessert. She just wanted a couple of bites of their signature dark chocolate cake. Okay. And when our server came out with it, we erupted in laughter. It was more like a cake tower. There were five layers and it looked like we got a quarter of this entire cake. It was massive. I left so hard. I had tears in my eyes. It was such a great way to bring our time together to a close. It was a hoot. And by the way, I did have to have a bite of the frosting. It was quite good. I got to say, but this is what happens in my private coaching program, right? My clients and I create a relationship that lasts And it lasts long after our coaching relationship has ended. I truly value that because the women I have the privilege of coaching are incredible leaders and business owners. So thanks, Leah. It was so great to see you and meet you in person. And I can't wait to see you again. All right. So today we're going to talk about the umbrella that is imposter phenomenon. Now, remember, I don't like the term syndrome for many reasons, one of which is because it sounds like you have a disease or some kind of a diagnosis. And it's, you know, it's not something that you have. It's a pattern of thinking. I want you to remember that. 
And recently, I had the privilege of speaking to a large group of female executives about the cause and consequences of imposter phenomenon. And while I've devoted the last 10 years of my life to helping high-achieving professional women learn how to deal with this, I'm always just a little surprised and, I'll be honest, saddened by how many women are still struggling with this. Now, full disclosure, (laughs) on the day of my presentation while walking my dog, my perfectionist derailer flared up over giving a presentation on imposter phenomenon, right? I mean, how ironic is that? But here's the deal. Imposter phenomenon doesn't care about your job title or your rank or how much you know. It doesn't care about how many accomplishments you have. In fact, it uses those against you. Now, during the Q&A portion of my presentation, the chat box was flooded with comments on how the self-doubt can be almost crippling. It affects how you make decisions. It affects organizational culture. It affects your bottom line. Imposter phenomenon is the umbrella for all things that produce a lack of self-confidence and a feeling of not being good enough. Even though you are qualified and successful, your perception is a mismatch of your skills and abilities. So here's a sampling of some of the many ways that it might show up for you. Okay. See if any of these sound familiar. You feel like a fraud and worry others will find out you don't know what you're doing. You're a perfectionist and you're afraid to fail, which creates a ton of stress. You bump up against a glass ceiling that either you've put there or is real and you're frustrated. Oh, so frustrated. So you work harder and harder to prove your worth. You struggle to lead authentically because deep down you lack self-confidence. You don't feel worthy despite your successes. You think you've been given a position or a responsibility by sheer luck that you know you're not equipped for. And you keep telling yourself that you don't deserve it. You struggle to make decisions and are always second-guessing yourself and asking others for their opinions. You're exhausted from all the decisions and projects you're procrastinating. Now, you'll notice that the four derailers, perfectionist, prover, pleaser, and procrastinator are all mixed up in this as well. This is what's creating all the stress in your world. Those four derailers I I learned and, and created to identify when imposter phenomenon is showing up. Knowing this is the key to shifting your mindset. When you know where you are now, that's the benchmark that you can measure your progress from. Noticing how your brain works and the well-worn patterns of thinking is huge. So start to notice those patterns, okay? What do you think about your team and the people in it? Do you have judgments around their abilities or their performance? When you're approached by leadership, does your brain freeze and begin to tell you that you don't know how to do what you were just asked to do? or You don't know where to begin, or maybe you're just not even ready to take on this larger responsibility. Do you tell yourself that you should be working after dinner and that you have to work well into the night just to get these things done or get a jumpstart on tomorrow? Do you doubt that you've achieved enough and feel behind on where you judge that you should be? These are all just thought patterns that you can notice and begin to shift. So like the high-achieving professional women I work with and the thousands I speak to already know, there are many ways to manage and release the grip imposter phenomenon has on you. So I'm going to give you four ways to do that, okay? Are you ready? Number one, first and foremost, just remember this. Just because you think it doesn't make it true. 
I'm going to say that again. Just because you think it doesn't make it true. That one statement can completely change how you react when those thoughts, that stinking thinking, start to overtake your mind. Number two, question those self-defeating thoughts. Do you ever do that? Do you ever even, did you even know you could? So I want you to ask yourself, are these thoughts based in a problem? Are they problem-based? Are those thoughts all about worry and doubt and fear? And I'm guessing that they are. And then ask yourself, are they useful? This is not something that we even think to ask, but it's such a great question, right? Just by noticing when those thoughts are starting to seep into your mind, you make them less powerful. And when you get curious and ask those questions, you realize how much of your brain is on autopilot, just thinking the same things over and over again. Being curious helps you shift out of that spin cycle of negativity and into a lighter, more optimistic mindset. And curiosity feels more enjoyable, right? It's so much better to feel curious than any of this other stuff. Number three, choose thoughts to replace those that aren't useful. Choose to think intentionally. Think on purpose. Now, this isn't the same as just think positive thoughts and we're all talking about rainbows and unicorns, right? That's not it. This involves more effort than that. And that makes it much more effective. So choose what you want to fill your brain with. Choose what you want to think instead of what you currently think if it's not working for you, okay? And number four, get to know the real you. How does she think? That inner wise self that we all have, how does she think? How does she act? How does she move through this world? This is the you that's been covered up for a very long time. This is the you that knows who she is and owns it. This is the you that you can tap into anytime and access that inner wisdom that you have. The answers to these questions can help you show up in extraordinary ways and create extraordinary experiences. So I invite you to journal on these questions and ask yourself and see what pops up for you. This isn't about crafting a vision of a life that's free of struggle, that's free of you know ugly thoughts and difficult experiences. That version doesn't exist. You know why? Because we're all human. I don't want you to become a woman who never deals with hard things. I do want you to become a woman who trusts in yourself and your abilities, a woman who takes action, even when it's scary. I want you to become a woman who courageously does the hard thing now that will make life easier down the road. I love knowing that my inner wise self is able to deal with hard things. And based on past experience, I have triumphed over that. It only makes me believe in myself more. I love her grit. I love her imperfections. And I love how she shows up for herself, even though the conditions are far from perfect. I want that for you too, my friend. You can have that. Don't waste another month or year of your life trapped in that all or nothing, you know, black and white thinking, waiting for that perfect life. It doesn't exist. Your richest experiences are almost always the ones calling out to you from the murky gray space, right? If you can practice stepping boldly into the unknown, you might just fall in love with who you become in the process. That's what my private coaching program does for you. I give you the tools and we dive into what it is you truly desire. 
I help you create what you crave, and then you get to live it. Are you ready to quit letting the imposter in your head rule your work in life? I have a couple of coaching spots open, so schedule a complimentary discovery call with me today. And I'll put the link to that call schedule in the show notes, okay? Like the saying goes, my friends, into life, a little rain must fall. And when that happens, don't you want to have the right umbrella, the one that supports and protects you? It's time you let the real you come out and play. Your transformation is waiting. All right. Until next week, remember, I believe in you. Hey, if you love this episode and want to dive deeper into what's possible for you, I invite you to schedule a call with me where we can discuss what it takes to get out from under the weight of self-doubt and step into the real you unapologetically. It's simple. Just visit barbarachurchill.com to book your complimentary call now. Remember, subscribe and review this podcast because I really want to hear from you. I'll see you soon. Thank you.